What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Spencer Burke Podcast. We are here today with my friend, Nate. What's up, man? What's good, man? Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Of course, dude. I've been wanting to come on for a while, actually. Well, it's funny because uh, for anyone who doesn't know who Nate is, he works here with us. Um, we have like a shared office space over in Irvine, and he does a lot of YouTube editing. And would you say that you're like a, a filmmaker? How would you describe it? Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't know. There's just so many things I do. It's just... On, I don't know, just so digital media. I would say you're more of like a, a creator. I think because so. you, a creative person where you're making videos, you're doing photos, you're also doing like some marketing stuff too. Yeah. So there's a mixture of what you do. So I, I have a whole list of questions here, but I think that majority of my audience is, you know, car people. Right. And you recently had a pretty bad experience with your FRS. Oh my gosh. Can you yeah. explain what happened? Cause you, you blew You had rod knock, right? Rod knock my FRS. Oh, it only no. has what? 60,000 miles. I think 60,000 miles. Everything was fine. I've, I did the old change myself and everything. And yeah, just on the freeway and out of nowhere, you just hear. Oh no. I was like, are you kidding? Because I remember you FaceTimed Parker and then FaceTimed me mm -hmm. and then we picked up and you were like, hey, do you know what the sound is? And I, I heard it right away and I didn't want to say anything because I didn't yeah. want to make you feel bad. Uh -huh. But instantly I was like, that's Rod Knock. Yeah. We were trying to hope that it was something else, like something loose. Yeah. So you had Rod Knock and you took it into a shop, right? You took it to a shop? Um. Yeah, I took it into a shop. What did they say? They said it was just, it went out. It was a failure. Yeah. They just, yeah. They just said it was Rod Knock as well. And you, you bought that car brand new, right? Yeah. In 2014, but the model is 2015. Yeah. So was that your first car? Yeah, it was my first car. Wow. So you had it. You put use into it though. Oh, use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we did a couple of canyon runs. Yeah. <laughs> May, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why there's there's a rod knock somewhere there. Yeah. Well, with those engines, that's popular, right? Yeah. I I don't know if it's like if it doesn't allow like lubrication within like I don't know how the way it's set up. I don't know. Yeah. So, that's, that's strange because I I had a Subaru and the biggest problem with that was the ringland failure mm, which yeah. i guess is something around the piston and it goes out and you can call it like that's how it is with rod bearings too right. when i had my e92 it's like it's just something that happens right um so you ended up picking up a new car yeah what do you what did you get and i just got 2018 what is it audi s4 yeah the gray one yeah the gray one with the red that. interior oh i love it Dude, i love the car congrats on that thank you i think that I remember you talked to Parker and myself about how you wanted to have something that was more luxurious and so you wanted to have more room like what was the whole story behind wanting that car in particular well before okay because you know I, I was talking to you I was jumping around from a Supra to um yeah just a different cars but then after realizing like I need more space yeah I, that, that was the biggest thing I just need more space so I can put my camera gear I can put my Ronin and all that other stuff and yeah, so I ended up just going with that. I thought it was the best bang for your buck kind of yeah. car. That car is quick. It is kind of like, quick. Yeah. We, we went to go get uh, lunch the other day with a bunch of friends and we we're going down the road with a, a Porsche and an R8 and a bunch of our buddies and you floored it. And I was like, damn, it had <laughs> four people in the car. It's really quick. quick. Yeah. That's and what year is it again? 2018. What motors in that car? That's the B9. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the first year B9 was introduced. Dude, it it feels like so luxurious. I love it. That's a really I the the it. steering wheel is like an R eight. Yeah, it's like an R eight steering wheel and everything, and has the digital dash as the R eight, so it's really cool. That's I, I like that. You must feel very like happy with that decision. One hundred percent. It's my it's my it's the poor man's R eight. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other choices you were trying to look at? You said Supra. Was there anything else? Um, it was Supra, and then uh, I think that was it, right, Parker? It was just a Supra that I just I, tell you about. Supra. 
Oh, man. Oh, are the, you not a BMW guy? No, I love BMWs, yeah. but I feel like you that's more. <laughs> no, I I love BMWs. I I I respect them and everything, but I feel like it's more you guys, and it's not really me. And yeah, that's why I ended up going with the Audi. So I mean, that's a, a good way to go off into what I've noticed that I've picked up on is that you and I have gone to a couple car shows now and you can kind of get a feeling for a person when they see a certain car, you know, parked and they freak out or they don't have a reaction to it or you point something out and they don't really notice it. Yeah. It seems like you tend to gravitate towards classic Porsches. Yes. That's your thing, huh? Yes. Like what's the ideal, no budget, a million dollars? Like what do you want to get like as far as Porsche? I mean, if we're going to go, if we're talking like old school Porsche, I would love like a Turbo S. Yeah. You, you know, just like a modern classic. And it's just, yeah. I mean, I've watched so endless, countless amount of videos. What draws you to that car in particular? I don't know. I think it's the body style. I think like coming from factory and being so wide is just very interesting to me. I'm like, oh my God, this this just this is, looks so nice. I don't know how. There's something about it. it. Yeah, it's just something about it. Yeah, because I, I noticed anytime we go to a car show, you would definitely be walking around at old porsche for a yeah. while <laughs> oh my gosh yeah have you driven one no i want to really yeah and i know that you that one of the first shows i don't think of the first shows but one of the most recent ones that i remember us going to was that was it cool and collective yeah yeah the morning drip yeah and mm -hmm. that was more of your scene right like that's yeah the kind of cars i love that, that. You like. yeah that uh what do you call it um period correct kind of yeah. like scene I, I love those people were really nice i love the community yeah because that that whole scene I like a lot because it's more of like modified stuff mm -hmm. and it seems like people are more of the, the built, not bought, which there's nothing wrong with it. Oh yeah. But there's something about an old Hakosuka GT, like a skyline or you oh, see yeah. a, like a Supra or something. And same with the Porsches too. Like there's yeah. nothing stock when you go to those shows. Yeah. It's so cool. You can really see like the personality behind the cars when you go to those kind of shows. Yeah. So you have, um, a, a racing sim. Yeah. When did you get that whole setup? Because you had an older one before the recent build. Yeah, I had an older one, but like right now it's just, I, I just went full on because I remember you were getting your racing sim. I was watching you play and everything. I was like, wow, that's what I need to get into. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so I ended up doing that. And yeah, um, I play it here and there. Parker come, Parker plays it more than I do sometimes, really? honestly. Yeah. What What's your current setup that you have right now? It's a Fantech. What is it? The... It's a, it was like a bundle pack. Okay. It was a Forza bundle pack. So you have like the steering wheel and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then you did the SimLab Evo? SimLab Evo, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the, on top of that, you have a custom-built PC. Yeah, but um, I don't use a PC. I actually use my um, my Xbox. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What do you use your PC for? More more so for editing oh. or like playing like Call of Duty or other stuff like that. What's your PC setup? What do you have? PC, it's a 2080 Ti. Uh, with the nine 900k it's, it's a bunch there's a yeah, bunch i mean i don't know it but i'm sure <laughs> yeah. someone watching is like oh my god that's so sick <laughs> yeah and then i think it's like 64 gigabytes of ram it's 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 okay well you can buy the pc because i don't like i will i didn't want to go through the trouble building it it was a pre-bought pc and you can get it from nzxt and they have like a, it's called the creator pc oh, it's the okay. most powerful pc for gamers and streamers and creators like myself what editing software do you use for your videos premiere pro i started with final cut but when I came here, they already had a like license for yeah. Premiere Pro, so I'm like, oh, I might as well just use that. Hmm. What what was the transition like going from those different softwares? Honestly, people say it's very difficult, but I think once you know where everything's at, you're good. Once you know, like, oh, this is the cut button, it's on the C, mm -hmm. and this and that, and you can actually go. A lot of people don't know this, but you can actually go into Premiere Pro and you can 
change all the we call it the like shortcuts shortcuts yeah. to final cut pro they have a they have a setting for it hmm. yeah because yeah, i downloaded premiere and with one of our new guys starting here he uses premiere right and he understands it and i i tried it the other day mm -hmm. and i don't have the patience for it oh it's just so many different lines it's a lot yeah. so i was looking at final cut and i, I may do it i'm not sure but mm -hmm. I'll, I'll watch one of our new guys start with doing premiere because that's I mean, I use iMovie. It's just the easiest. Oh, yeah. But you're so limited. Yes. Like, I want to do Instagram ratios and TikTok mm -hmm. ratios, and I just don't have the patience to learn it. So oh, I get that. I'm in the process of learning that, too. Um, so to get into detail, you have your whole background of being creative, making videos, doing your own feature stuff, yeah. and your creative side. Yeah. You have been filming Manny Koshman now for how long? A little over a year now. And you, so you've yeah. been here for a year filming him. How's that experience been in general? Like that's a, that's a big yeah. thing to do. Yeah. I, honestly, it's been really fun. Like how he is on camera is how he is off camera. Like he's a really cool guy and just being able to experience and have all these connections with people with supercars is just so cool because they're just like, I like to explain like this people with supercars or like with Manny Koshman and I just see him as he, what do you call it? Um, he, um, he puts on his pants like everyone else. I think you said this to me. He puts on his pants like everyone else. He just has more pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he, from what I've yeah. seen is that, you know, I've known Manny for 10 years now. And right. I met him a very long time ago when I was working at Bugatti San Diego. And I invited him to go to a car show in Irvine when it was the original Cars and Coffee. Right. And I drove the Transformers Bugatti out there. Transformers Bugatti. The one that was in Transformers. Oh. The blue one. Oh, for real? So I drove that. That was a press car that uh -huh. we were given. And I wanted to get four Bugattis together and drive from San Diego. Right. So we drove up and met Manny and his friend. And they both, he had the Manzeri Bugatti. Yeah, the and one. we did a huge car show at Irvine. And it was just insane. And it was really cool to be able to go one-on-one -on -one with Manny and like right. understand who he is. Mm -hmm. But ever since I met him, he's always remained the same. It's always been very humble, very nice, very open oh, yeah. to talking to people. 100%. Like he'll take his time with you too. It's not like a handshake. He'll hear your story. Yeah. So I've had the chance to sit, sit down with him multiple times. And I think there's something special about when you're able to be a videographer for him mm -hmm. and you spend this time with him one-on-one -on -one, that it's not only a new friend, it's not only money in your pocket, it's not only a career, it's not only yeah. you following a passion, yeah. but it's you having the ability to sit with someone that has that knowledge. 100%. I'm sure that you've learned so much from him. 100%. What are some of the things you've picked up from being with him? Because you, you've been to his house at like 4 a.m. to film his day in a life video. Yeah. You've ridden in his car at full throttle yeah. in P1s. Yeah. Like, how has that been for you to learn from him? Honestly, it's just like, it's, I don't know. I, I've, I've listened to a lot of like self-help books and stuff like that. And yeah, there's, you can, you can learn so much from self-help. But once you learn from someone that's been through it and from the bottom to, to the top, you like, you start to learn that like, like just the other day we were talking about money we're just like oh i'm like oh manny like what's like what's money to you i asked him just straight up what's money to you he's like honestly you 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 fully understand money when you have it you know what i mean you must have some kind of money to fully understand it but then you realize it's not everything it's far from everything because mm -hmm. yeah. he's a big family guy Oh, like he, he has, you know, his kids and his wife and mm -hmm. his wife is super ambitious and right. you know, they all do this business together yeah. and being here in this building, his, you know, his operation with his whole family, like that's a big part of his life. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's always, he's constantly like, he stays up with Enzo. I don't know if you see him in some of those Instagram stories. He's like up with Enzo watching like ABCs. <laughs> like three in the morning. Three in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's 
he's people call him a super dad and i and i yeah so i'm I'm sure sure that you have picked up a lot from him 100 percent. when you started working for him you didn't really even know much in the beginning huh no because i I came i came here with my agency yeah two maybe a year and a half ago and i I offered manny help to do youtube i kept pushing him over and over again so i came here i met with him and i brought my team and we had plans to do like something and he wanted someone full-time in-house right and i was like yeah i understand that makes more sense honestly and then sure enough you show up and you didn't know you didn't really know no how did that happen well it's just okay so like i really started getting into photography and like i always tell people just go to car shows just go to car shows take pictures post whoever owns the car and then throw some hashtags up people always think like oh hashtags uh, it's it's a whatever thing but no hashtags work it's crazy because like manny's uh manager Found me off a hashtag. Really? Yeah. That's what he, that's what he told wow. me. He's like, yeah, I was just looking through hashtags and I saw your, your pictures uh, filling up most of the hashtags. So I ended up clicking on you and yeah. So it was the point where Manny's manager was looking for a videographer for right. the channel and right. then you popped up. Yeah. It's funny actually because I, I saw the ad on Indeed and I was like, oh, like, I think I saw the, the ad on Saturday. I'm like, oh, I need to get my resume together. I need to do this and that. Yeah. I, but I just didn't. It just said public figure needs video work. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was getting my resume together and then I'm like, oh, it's too late to send it. So I just waited for the next day and that's when I got the message. Wow. Yeah. What are the chances of that? That's what I'm saying. That was so crazy. I mean, I remember watching Manny's Instagram stories that week Mm -hmm. and people were sending him like balloons that that spelled out like YouTube. Right. Like huge extravagant gifts saying, Mm -hmm. I'll be your videographer. Really? Yeah. I remember seeing it all and I was there when a couple of them showed up and I remember how many leads he got but the fact that you ended up getting the job through yeah. just doing your market like and that's where marketing comes into yeah. you it's not just you being a creative you mm-hmm. know how to market your creative yeah. too like i always I, I always tell people like you can be the best photographer videographer anything like that but if no one sees your stuff are you really the best photographer videographer you know what i mean so i yeah. feel like marketing plays such a big role when it comes to being creative as well have you faced any challenges filming for manny that you can talk about yeah um yeah definitely time time is huge especially with manny because he has a very like set schedule well no sorry far from that he's not (laughs) a set schedule and like and so things some things are set some things are not but when i'm like hey manny when you have time to film he's like "Mm, i'll let you know at 10 Mm, i'll let you know at 11 you know what i mean it's just never you don't know yeah so you always got you got to be ready and you got to make sure your videos are ready to go out and yeah it's just yeah because i'll see when I'm sitting at my desk, I'll hear footsteps like frantically and I'll see you running with your Ronin and your oh, camera yeah. all ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And I know, okay, he's going out to film with man. Oh yeah. No, every day I set up my, my camera on my Ronin cause you never know. Yeah. You're like, Hey, come down right now. I have something to film. Well, I remember a couple of t- like, it's, it's hard because there's so many things that happen here that we can't really post about mm-hmm. where cars arrive or celebrities. Like, you know, the other day, like Jeffree star, mm-hmm. we saw that were so random. Then right. we saw Britney Spears husband. Yep. And then, uh, I saw a bunch of like motivational speakers when he was doing his yeah. mastermind, like all those things. Right. And does that ever like phase you? Like when you're filming with those people and you're out doing these collabs, like does it ever get to you? You're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Or are you so focused on your creative that it's not a big deal? Like that. Okay. So that's a good, good question because that also, that also translate when filming the cars. Cause people are like, oh, how is it like riding in all the cars and that? But like with me, like, yeah. I, I can enjoy it to a certain extent, but I have to make sure the audio is good. Make sure the camera work is good. Make sure, you know, everything is running fluid 
in order for me to stay yeah, you know what i mean sure. and so same thing with with filming with like i guess celebrities mm -hmm. it's just like gotta make sure the audio is good can i hear them can he hear yeah, me yeah. or this and that you know what i mean that's a lot of pressure i bet oh 100 percent. so the first couple of videos you did was there a lot of trial and error or was manny cool with everything um he i just had to send him the video if he's like oh change this and that that's it yeah but maybe like two videos in and then he let me have free range wow that's a lot of uh responsibility it is wow yeah and this whole week you know it, it's really funny to me because I'm the same way. Like I worked for a lot of these car dealerships mm -hmm. and I'm not really faced by cars. Like I see Koenig's yeah. exit. It's like, it's cool. Yeah. Like I really appreciate yeah. it. But if I see like a right hand drive, like R34 or super, I'm like, Oh my yeah, God, yeah. It's, it's a different thing now. It's but a different feeling. I, I think that with what you're doing, you're, you're focused on your craft. You're focused on what you're doing. And you know, you, you've managed to take that channel from nothing to going to hit a million subscribers next week. Yeah, most likely next week. That's insane. Yeah, yeah I started at 40,000 subscribers. 46 videos on his channel. 40,000 to a million in about a year and a half. Yeah, I know I know for a fact, I always tell people this, like if COVID didn't hit or anything like that, I know we could have done it. Yeah. I know we could have done it. Dude, that's that's impressive. Has anyone told you that you deserve credit for that? Like, do you get pats on the back and like, good job? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I'll i have my little tag at the, at the bottom of yeah, the YouTube videos like, edited by Nathan <laughs> Randa. Like, that's fine, but like, um, I'm kind of cool with it. Like, you know, like for the people that know, they know. And if they don't, it's okay. Well, you have one hell of a portfolio now yeah. to carry with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you're God. doing yeah. a really good job. I hope you know that I'm, I'm very happy for you and I'm mm. impressed. Like I'm genuinely impressed by your work. Thanks. And I see, you know, I didn't know, I mean, we'll give this tip right now to social media people. I didn't know about the three hashtags in your description. Oh yeah. I do it every video now. My mm -hmm. views doubled. Yeah. That's insane. So you, you watch other videos too and you're like, yo, where's the three hashtags? Yeah, you're, like, you you're know? missing out, dude. Yeah. So I, I always go through your descriptions on all Manny's videos and mm -hmm. it's always weird. Like I'll be, you know, in a meeting or I'll be out and about or mm -hmm. I'll get home from the office and I'll right. go on YouTube and I look at the explore page and mm -hmm. I'm like, number three Manny Koshman trending yeah. on a Rolls Royce video. Yeah. And I'm like, you edited that. Yeah. That's, in, it always yeah. makes me trip out because you know, millions of people are seeing that. Yeah. I, it, it hits me sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, dude, I would imagine. Yeah. It'd freak me out all the time. I'm, I'm happy. I'm living through this, dude. It's, it's cool <laughs> to see that. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, how did you learn about YouTube marketing? Like besides the whole Manny thing for you, for your own creative, like how did you learn how to do all these tips and tricks? Tips and tricks? It's, um, I learned um, just seeing what people do, see, just ha getting the top in that, I don't know, like say Rolls Royce video, yeah. type of just basic Rolls Royce, see who pops up, see what he does, write that down. Next thing, write that down and stuff like that. And then just try to find just different ways to like do that, replicate it, but change it in a way that's, you know, so you do your research before yeah a lot of research 100 percent. when you when you're in your office over there and mm -hmm. you're you finished filming a video you mm -hmm. edited one it's uploaded mm -hmm. what do you do in your spare time between that all looking at videos so that's your research yeah like Got looking it. at other videos commenting on other videos and stuff like that engagement and just stuff and also like reapers in content as well so from from here on out with your side projects you came in here before we did this podcast and you, you had a whole storyboard for your creative videos. Yeah. What is, what, what is that? How does that, how do you get inspired by that kind of stuff? Like what, what's your, your intent behind that? Cause you, you have your own YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. I need to post more. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't, I don't see a lot of videos from you on no, that. I need to. What's the plan with that, with your own creatives? Right now I'm really focusing on hitting that million. 
because that's going to be for my portfolio for life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I want to make sure I do an amazing job for Manny and for myself and to really like push, push the content where it needs to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then after that, I'm just going to go full head, head on with YouTube for myself. Yeah. Cause you, I feel like you have a lot of creative ideas mm -hmm. that you want to pursue. And you yeah. did that video with Parker and I going through Carbon Canyon, mm -hmm. like just a cool little snippet of, yeah, you know, yeah. 30 seconds. And that's always fun to do. I yeah. really enjoy those kind of mornings. Yeah. But I think with you moving forward, having other projects on your side, like mm -hmm. what, what kind of cars do you want to film from here on out? Cause you filmed every kind of hypercar and supercar. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want to be like more personal. Yeah. I want to like, Hey, I built like I bought this car when I was this this old, and I was building it with my dad. This and that, or just just cars with just I don't know, like well, old Porsches. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to film some like old Porsche stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's more down the road. I know, I know for a fact I can get around to it. I know Drew from Cool and Collective can probably help me out there. And so yeah, is there anything else you want to do besides make videos? Like, what's your other passion? Do you have anything else you like? Hobbies and stuff like that? Um, honestly, I like building people from bottom to top, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And just seeing something grow. So like, if I can go into like, if I can help out other people with YouTube channels, you know what I mean? I would definitely do that. Do you see yourself making a business like that down the road? Mm, I would like to get my YouTube started first. I yeah. feel like that's my biggest goal. And then from there, I'll have even more credibility because I did it for myself. Sure, so I think that's a huge opportunity, whether it's, how old are you? 22. So I think with you down the road, you're, you'd be able to make a super in-demand business of how to be a YouTuber okay. or how to grow your channel, how to mm -hmm. properly market something where yeah. there's not just, you know, recording a video. It's oh, more no. of the thumbnail, the marketing. How do you figure out your thumbnails? Mm. What's the science behind that? <laughs> well, I think I was talking to Parker one of these days. I'm like, dude, like when it comes to thumbnails, like you should see what, what, what other people post. You see face and you see subject. Yeah, that's all it is. You know what I mean? Like David Robrick, face, subject of the video, main purpose of the video. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's when I'm like, that's when I'm like, okay, we just need Manny's face, and we need the car he's 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 going in today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It sounds very like simple, but it works. That's a strategy that I've seen work with everyone else. Yeah, it seems like everyone. It, it's it's hard to say for a lot of YouTubers because there's always people out there that are pushing 60% or 80%. Mm -hmm. You're pushing a hundred percent. Like you're doing the descriptions, you're yeah. doing the right titles, you're doing the research, you're doing the thumbnail. There's a lot more behind YouTube than what people think. Like it's a, it's a full-time legit, like just YouTube. Like we do marketing here for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. Right. Those things all take a lot of time, mm -hmm. but YouTube, I, people always ask me like, do you do YouTube? I'm like, I do consulting. I help people understand how to make videos. Like I just signed a client who, he owns a, a car shop right. and he has a video guy there right. and he full time just filming videos, but they don't know what they're doing. Mm. They're like, we don't know how to structure it. So I just went through and did all research of, you know, okay. So they have, they, they service Mercedes, they service BMW, they service uh, Bentley. Right. They do anything really yeah. German cars. Mm -hmm. So I, I sent them a list of over 50 video ideas saying, why do spark plugs go bad in cars? Right. Just very general videos that yeah. they can make. Yeah. And then, you know, how come the Mercedes window regulators go out after a hundred thousand miles? Yeah. Like I came up with all these ideas and I said, go film these, send the, the drafts to me. I'll right. make the thumbnail. I'll mm -hmm. make the title. 
and they were down for it. They signed with us to do that for, for a six month contract. Nice, congrats. Thank you. So I'm trying to do more of that kind of consulting mm -hmm. where if you have if you have the capabilities of already filming something, I yeah. can help execute the marketing side of it. Yeah. Because like like imagine if you filmed a video of Manny mm -hmm. and you just uploaded Manny Koshman drives a car. Oh, and dude. like yeah. just the default thumbnail yeah. and like it just would not yeah. work. Yeah. It'll get some views because it's Manny. True. But, but then they, and into Bugatti or whatever. Yeah. But but yeah, you're right. There there's you you can only reach a certain level if you don't have the marketing back. I would up. say imagine doing a video of Manny and not putting his name in the title. Like, oh yeah. That's what people are doing. Yeah. And you have to realize that if you have the if you have this idea or you have these videos that you're putting out, there's gotta be a science behind it. hundred percent. Are you gonna mod, uh, mod the Audi? I want to. Suspension? Uh, so, yeah, lowering <laughs> springs, rims and tires, and some other stuff. But I don't wanna I don't wanna get into um tunes because you know it's still in warranty you yeah know? you know I, I wish i had warranty on that for us that'd be great but it, it passed it so yeah like, damn well that's gonna be cool what kind of wheels are you looking for i like rotiform rotiform is they make some really nice stuff they suit that car perfectly they do i've seen some videos and I've yeah super nice. you know i i don't know if this is a bad thing to do but i want to do it so i watch obviously a lot of youtube right and you do too mm -hmm. i see a lot of issues out there where, okay, so I, I it's public. I commented on a, a video. It's not even that big of a deal. It's on Vossen's videos. Right. So Vossen has a really good film team. Like mm -hmm. they do really good cinematic videos right. of their new wheels, whether it's a truck or a car or yeah. Lambo or whatever. Yeah. But there's no personality behind it. Yeah. It's like a 40 second clip of just a car with super mm -hmm. dramatic music yeah. and rain and these uh, tires spinning. You're like, I don't even want to watch this. Yeah. It's cool. Like, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I'm going to swipe by it in two seconds. Yeah. If they were to do something, do you know Wheels Boutique in Florida? I don't. So there's a guy there that I met with about eight months ago, and mm -hmm. I did a video tour of their shop. And right. they have a YouTube channel. Right. When they start their videos off, it's a guy going, hey, what's up, guys? It's Tuesday. Yeah. We got this Lamborghini Aventador SVJ. Right. We just did a set of 20 by 13 HREs. Let's yeah. go check them out. Yeah. B-roll, yeah. talking. He's mic'd up. Yeah. Hey, this is a three-piece wheel. They're brushed gold, blah, blah, blah. We right. did a 335 tire. The whole time, I'm like, that's a huge tire. This is really cool. Yeah. I like the weather in Miami. Yeah. There's so much more dynamic yeah. Let me behind it. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. Yeah, that's what you're here for, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Like, I think people... Are not humanizing their brands you need to humanize your brand you need because people can't connect with the business people connect with people you know what i mean and that's what you're doing so like like you said Vossen. Vossen, i feel okay let me backtrack yeah go, go ahead this makes me excited <laughs> me just too. talking about it <laughs> i'm getting um, pumped up yeah so people really need to humanize their brand and so when like Vossen, they need I think I feel like every brand needs a face. I think so too. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Every brand needs a face. If Vossen had a face, and they're like, "Oh, that's that guy." If they see him in thumbnails, like, "Oh, that's the Vossen guy." I like hearing him talk about wheels and diameters mm -hmm. and everything right there. You know, and I feel like that's what people need. I totally believe it. Yeah. I mean, I see plenty of business, you know, these companies that have a good product or have a service, and mm -hmm. all they do is they film or they mm -hmm. put photos of their product. Right. It's it's good to a certain standpoint, but right. I think if you're willing to go the extra mile and really expand on your company, yeah. that personalizing it is the way to go. Yeah, because then that's what I did at when I worked at Symbolic and Ogera. Yeah, I was a YouTuber who I was just the photographer, right. but I put out videos of saying, "Oh, check out this brand new Huracan we just right. got in. Check out this new Bentley." Yeah, and I started selling cars through that. Yeah, and this was just for me to have fun, mm -hmm. and it ended up becoming my number one source of business. Right, which I think that a lot of people don't see that enough to 
understand that you have to be willing to put a face in front of a camera, yeah. whether that's the owner or you put out a Craigslist ad. We need a face for a company. If I see that, if I, I'm, I, I swear, I'm going to start seeing that more. I think so too. I think so too. Well, you look at like D-Rock for Gary Vee. Yeah. D-Rock is his filmer. And you look at these Craigslist ads saying, we're looking for a D-Rock. Right. And it means a, a camera person or someone to be behind the camera. Yeah. No, we need someone in front of the camera. Yeah. I, I fully agree. Because too many people, I think, are afraid of judgment. Mm -hmm. And th this is going into a lot of questions that I get is, uh, you know, I made a TikTok the other day saying about how like you should not worry about judgment and right. you should just go for it. Like, yeah, make a video. Yeah. And I had a little bit of pushback myself because I would make TikToks and mm -hmm. I'd be like, I don't want to do this. And then I would make it. And next thing I know, it gets 10,000 views. Yeah. And it was an eight second clip of my face laughing mm -hmm. at a picture. Yeah. So you have to look at it like, dude, no one's really yeah. going to care that much. No, yeah. Fear is all in your head. It's, it's, it's not even a thing. It's just in your head. You, you create it. You make up these scenarios that aren't real. And then you live through it twice. Why would you do yes. that? That's exactly, that's the best way to explain there, it. There's yes. no reason to do that. So do you have any, um, so Manny posted about a couple of his cars. Do you know what he has coming in that he can talk about? Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, which one, I'm trying to think like which ones <laughs> I can and what can the can. Well, he made an Instagram post. I saw he's getting the Mercedes. Oh yes. The, the project one, the, um, what else is there? There was the, is he getting a black four GT series, uh, four GT heritage edition. Oh, cool. And then there's also, um, or GT speed tail. Oh, sweet. Um, what else? Uh, he's gonna need a bigger garage. Yeah, yeah. He's thinking <laughs> about expanding. I don't, I don't know how, but yeah. he's thinking about it. Um, some other, some other cars coming in. I forgot. I can't wow. think on the top of my head right now. If you had to say your top three favorite cars right now, what are they? Could be anything. No, top three th favorite yeah. cars. Any car. Oh, that's so hard. Um, what comes to your mind first without even like thinking what is it <laughs> ariel adam like, really yeah that's, no way it just like yeah it just like came to my head like wow i, I just love i just love like cars that like go-karts on steroids yeah i think that's why i like the fri so much because it was like a it was like a more it was a street legal go-kart yeah you know what i mean sure we got so, like short wheelbase and yeah zippy car it's super yeah. lightweight yes that's what i love <laughs> about it so yeah so okay i'll just yeah yeah ariel adam okay um let's see p1 p1 lm if i had the money if I if money was not a thing, P one L M. When money's not a thing. Yeah. When I like that. <laughs> when. When money's not a thing, P one L M. Wow. That's a crazy car. Yeah. I've seen an orange one before mm -hmm. and I I can't like process how it is. You yeah. can see it in person, like what the hell am I looking at? Yeah. Uh when you you wrote in the P one a couple times yeah. and you had a story for us with the push the push to pass button. Oh, the iPass button. Yeah. Dude. Explain that in detail, oh please. God, <laughs> that thing's ridiculous. Okay, so so the P one is fast. Don't get me wrong; it's yeah. fast. But like when you're when when you're moving, and you push the I pass button, you feel it. You you physically feel your body push yourself back in the seat. <laughs> like you're already going full throttle, right? Yeah. And you push it, and you're even sucked more into your wow. seat. Yeah, I always tell people like I'd take a P one ride over a Bugatti ride any day. I mean, I, I understand that completely. Yeah. That car is just so, I think, advanced for its time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember this, but I, I was talking to Manny about three years ago, mm -hmm. and he was telling me that he was going to have the P1 rebodied. 
where basically what happens is McLaren has a program where you can send your car back and they'll rebody it for whatever you want. Yep. So I know he wanted to do like this sunburst, crazy, unique color. Yeah. He sent it back. And when he, he told me in person, he's like, dude, I hate it. Oh yeah. He's like, I don't know what I did. Why did I do that? Yeah. And I have photos of it. It was just like a funky, the uh, like chameleon. Yeah. Chameleon. And it was very, like brown yeah and like copper he did and, not like it i think we oh. had we talked about it the other day he's like yeah i did not like it and with the big mk oh, <laughs> mk edition on, under the wing he's like yeah i did not like it i did not look i saw it at lambo yeah. newport and I, he was like yeah i don't know what i did oh, yeah. but he rebodied it to the matte carbon fiber right yeah, a lot of people think it's a wrap but really? it's not it's far from a wrap yeah it's literally body panels that are mac it's it's the it's the world's only satin carbon fiber p1 the world's like world. The whole, wow. Yeah. They're all, I, I think just non-satin or just Dude. gloss or something like that. Have you traveled anywhere outside of the U S no, not outside of the U S not that you can legally talk about. <laughs> <laughs> how about, no. how about in the U S where have you traveled to? I mean, I've gone to, I haven't, I need to get out more yeah. now that you're saying that I need to get out more. Um, I need, I went to, um, what do you call it? The rainy, the rainy city. Um, New York. No, the other rainy city. <laughs> uh, Florida? <laughs> no, <laughs> until we got uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I went, cool. I've been to Seattle, loved it there. I went when it was actually not raining, so it was really nice. Um, but other than that, I haven't gone in any places. So you don't travel too much? No. Hmm. Especially, yeah. Especially not now. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't travel much, but I've been to Seattle before, and I like it a lot. Right? Yeah, I did a consulting out there for a company. I spent like four days there, and I mm -hmm. I really liked it. Right. The car scene is cool. I haven't got. I didn't get to see the car scene, but yeah. I went to a Cars and Coffee there at yeah. Grio's Garage, and then I had a friend there that um, we used to talk and kind of you know date a little bit here and there. So it was cool mm -hmm. to see her and, and catch up. But I right. I like the city vibe. It was very like rustic mm. and yes. just chill. Yes, and I, I enjoyed that a lot because California, yeah. I think, is so. I don't know if it's, it's, I think it's just fast paced. Upbeat. Yeah. It's very intense, like, yeah. especially here. And it's, I think it's good because for what yeah. we're all doing, like, everyone here hustles. Yeah. Like no, like no one eats really at the kitchen table. We all eat at our desk. We're always hustling. Yeah. Like we're really busy and you get that vibe every time you walk in here. Mm -hmm. Like Miguel's always hustling the jewelry yeah. company. We're always editing stuff. Like yeah. you're always in your, your corner just editing <laughs> away. And I, I like that vibe, but sometimes you have to pull away from that. hundred percent. Cause you get so pulled into, yeah. you know, 12 to 13 hour days in front of a screen. Do you know what your average watch time is on your phone? Like how much time you spend on it? I don't know. But like, I like, if I'm not on my phone, I'm on my computer. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so, a, and then if you're not on the computer, you're watching TV. Exactly. So it screens yeah. all day. I don't know what I would, what I did as a kid that wasn't social media. Like I look mm. at it when I was like 12. Yeah. Even then, dude, I'm like, what did I do? Mm. What did I get? I remember where like MySpace came out and I was like, I'm hooked for life. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> you know, a photographer, I'm, I'm good for this. Yeah. Do you do mostly videos or photography? I started with photos because I, the way I started got into photos is because like I kept going to car shows. I kept seeing the same cars. I'm yeah. like, I'd rather just take photos, keep them on my phone. And then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, I started liking it and starting to talk, like learn about angles and colors and color science. And oh, you just got a new camera today. Oh yeah. What'd you get? The Sony E7 S3. Damn. Yeah. I love baller. What lens are you shooting with? Or uh, lenses? 1635 F4. And then I have a 50 millimeter 1.8. Yeah, it's a sharp lens. Yeah, that's super yeah. sharp. I'm I'm like itching to like use it. <laughs> Do you take a lot of Manny's photos too? Um, some. Okay, some, not all. Because Manny has like a team here, right? No, no, no. 
It's just you? It's just me. Oh, wow. I thought there were more people involved. <laughs> no. no Jeez. No, literally just me. Yeah. Wow. So you're in a position where you have a lot on your plate. Yeah. Damn. It's fun, though. It's fun. I think when you when you find a passion and you get to do what you love every day, it's like it's never work. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like, are you happy in life? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love where I'm at. I love that I can come in here and get my work done, talk to you, talk to Parker, and just... You know, just, it's just life. It's just fun. I had a, a couple opportunities. Um, I didn't even bring this up to anybody here, but uh, two months ago, I had a, a place I was talking to that's two blocks down from here right. and they have a shared office space and they have a really big office that I was going to rent out. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided not to because you're here. Really? And you're really good for my team. Mm -hmm. I think you're really good environment. Mm -hmm. Same with Miguel and same with everyone that works here. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to lose that morale and like that that attitude everybody the has yeah. i was willing to pay way more for this place because mm -hmm. of that wow because when we when we come in here i cherish that more than having an extra 100 square feet yeah i cherish that more than having something that's different you know you see that so this this building here has helped me grow tremendously especially when you talk about daily happiness when you come in mm -hmm. you gotta have fun oh yeah and do we have fun every single oh, you day you see my instagram story you guys are playing baseball in here <laughs> it was 9 a.m on a thursday i'm playing baseball in here dude but i think it's important to have that environment mm -hmm. um and then then that, the next thing you snap your fingers and you're back into the work mode yeah like you'll be in the computer yeah. you'll be in front of it for three hours we'll be in here we won't talk for two hours at a time mm -hmm. but then out of nowhere we'll start throwing stuff and having fun yeah. and it's it's just it's a whole different experience for us where we get to have fun you want to walk in front of the camera yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love the balance yeah it's crazy because and i love that we know we're boundaries you know what i mean when like if i see two headphones on all right don't talk to Spencer. yeah yeah you know what i mean <laughs> if you see me in the corner my lights are off yeah you're like don't talk to I'll, me i'll throw up a peace sign i'm like all right I'm <laughs> yeah that, that's good but if i see that you're like you know your tv's on or you're on your phone i'm like you know i'll say what's up yeah. but i think same with parker too if if he's in the middle of doing a hundred million post and yeah. i'm and i'm in the middle of something we know when not to bug each other yeah but like when we all like get to a point where we have to stand up because we're, we're our butt hurts from yeah. like sitting for three hours or yeah. our eyes hurt. It's, it's always good. I'll, I'll tell everyone like, Hey, let's go for a walk or Hey, let's go to the mailbox or just to get yeah. out. Cause yeah. you have Need to have, that. you have to have that balance. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a good like personal life balance with your business life? Because I see that you go out and you get, you know, Boba with somebody or you mm -hmm. go on like a date or something yeah. or you're playing video games. Yeah. Do you feel like you're able to separate work or are you constantly kind of in this like world i thought about this like i don't think that, that I, personally i don't think there's no such there's such there's any such thing as work-life balance i think there isn't i think there is you have work and you know you have to put more time into it that's what you got to do if you like oh like nothing nothing much is really going on with work you need to put like being being a good friend and stuff sure. like that you know what i mean i think you you just have your energy and you choose where to put it that's a great way to put it. I, I fully agree. I committed to this agency when I was 25, yeah. you know, four years ago. Yeah. And I'm all in. Yeah. Like I, I do phone calls in Moscow at 1 a.m. my time. Yeah. And I do emails at 6 a.m. Yeah. I do podcasts at 4 p.m. You know, yeah. I, I'm never really out of this world, but right. it's healthy because I love it. Mm -hmm. It's not like, yeah, oh, you I have to it, work. Yeah. I, I genuinely love like last night researching some podcast topics to film over the weekend yeah. and doing, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking a chance right now to hire a fifth employee here mm -hmm. to repurpose all my content right. 
for TikTok, for Instagram, yeah. to help Smart. me with my Burke University courses. Like I want to go into the new year with a huge push on everything I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I think in order to do that, you have to take these risks and sacrifices, yeah. not even sacrifice, because you, you, you have to try something in order yeah. to find out. Yeah. Have you done anything recently that you feel like has taught you a lot, a lot in life? Because I don't, I don't like failures. I think everything is a lesson. Have you had any yeah. lessons lately? Besides your car blowing up? <laughs> my car blowing up? That was a lesson. That was a big lesson within itself. You got use out of that car, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, a lot of use. A lot of good memories. A lot of, met a lot of good people. But recently, um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like every day I'm learning something new, especially around the people I'm around. I always feel like there's there's always something to learn. There's always a new thing to like put into my life and change it. I'm definitely the same. I'm able to take bits and pieces from everybody yeah. and implement that into my life. And I learned something recently that um, looking at life, when you even with my successes and failures, I'd say more for the successes where yeah. it was never a day where I was like, oh my God, I made it. It was never no. a moment that no. I was like, oh, I did it. Yeah. It's the process of those building blocks. You look at it's like layering bricks. Yeah. It's one, one, one at a time, exactly. one at a time. And then it starts building. And then one day it's like, oh, okay, you know what? It's, it's building, but let's yeah. keep going. Yeah. I've never had that, oh my gosh, moment where yeah. everyone strives for like, oh, once I get to here, I'm going to do that. Once yeah. I get here, I'm going to do that. I'm, dude, I'm not comfortable with having a, a technically a seventh employee. Mm -hmm. that's on my payroll because yeah. I have to pay another person. Yeah. But I know that that's another building block to my life. Mm -hmm. do you, like that's what I'm talking about. Do you have anything like that recently? Cause you've been doing the YouTube thing for Manny for a year. Mm -hmm. You want to build your YouTube channel. Yeah. There's a lot of layering behind that of like yeah. your time management, mm -hmm. your health management. You've lost some weight recently. Yeah. Like there's a lot you're doing for yourself. Is there anything else that stands out? Like that layering process of building for yourself? Honestly, it's it's more of what I see. It's like I see I see people like TJ. I see people like you. I see people, people like like Stradman, James, and I just see them and they're like they're just like me, you know. But the thing is, they're doing it. I'm not doing it, you know. And I I just need to like break that that I get yeah fear yeah. break that fear and just like get in front of the camera and just go talk to people and explain people my life and explain people what I know, you yeah. know. And so yeah, I just. That I I feel like after watching them and talking to them in person, yeah, really changed my perspective. I'm like, dude, they're just doing it. I'm it, not. It's so different. I had this. I remember with Christian Guzman, he was like my biggest idol, and right. I was so nervous to meet him. Right. And when I sold him a car, we spent a, a day together, and we we went to get some food, and he just another dude, just another dude that has yes. more money because he worked for it. Yeah. And that's how you look at all these people. And yeah. same with TJ when we were with him last week, going to lunch, right. just another homie. Yeah. Just happens to have more money, <laughs> which is normal. And there's, and last night I commented on drag times. He did a video of uh, Bugatti lease. It's like 66,000 a month or I something. Saw that. And I commented and uh, I, I said, I don't know what I, I, I said, Oh, I remember I ran a, 72 month lease on a Bugatti a long time ago. It was like 33,000 a month. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. So I commented and somebody said only millionaires can afford these cars. And I commented back and I'm like, who says that you can't be a millionaire? Who says that I can't, who says that nobody can. And it made me realize that, you know, the ones who have made it already, the ones who are working towards it, yeah. they're, they're no different than you and me, dude. No. They're no different. That, Everyone's human. That's it. That's how yeah. it is at the end of the day. Yeah. That takes me back to like, look what you're like, Focus on what you're striving for and then work backwards. 
You know what I mean? Like, you have to think, like, I can afford... Like, with you, yeah, you're always talking about the Porsche GT3 RS. Like, you know you can do it, you know? It's it's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. But right now, you're focused on other things, you know what I mean? And that's all it is. It's just life, you know? Well, that's a part of the layering, too. And, and the funny thing is, too, is that I like the journey more than the destination. Yeah, yeah. I've heard like, I, I bought the E90, and yeah. I drove. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. And then I got the E92. Bought yeah. it. Yeah, it was more of like building to that point because mm-hmm. now when I get this GT3 R, it's going to be insane. Yeah, but I guarantee to you, a, a couple months after, like, yeah. okay, what do we get next? It's, <laughs> it's funny. I always tell people this: you once you reach your goal, when you're there, you talk about how you reached it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. you you enjoy that more. You can talk about how like, oh, I remember like, oh, I was, I I was eating ramen noodles yeah. just for like <laughs> ten weeks straight, or like, yeah. just something crazy, you know. And you just talk about how you did it, even when you're there, in the moment. I, the best quote I've ever heard, I think at my stage in life right now is that you, if you don't have a purpose right now, or you don't know a direction you're going in and you need help with the foundation of that, the best piece of advice I had was you should be the person that your younger self needed. Mm. And that hit home with me where I wish I had somebody teaching me how to do photography. I wish I had someone to coach me on how to do marketing. I wish I had someone to take me out in cars and show me car shows and that's what I did with Parker. Yeah. I picked him up one time to do a photo shoot when we yeah. were super young. I was mm-hmm. like 20 at the time mm-hmm. and that got his career started. Yeah. And then I, I've done multiple things for other people where mm-hmm. n- no physical purchase has ever made me feel that way. Like, I'm sure you're very happy to get that camera, yeah. but you know, you're going to do a lot more with, with that camera. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about all the videos that. I'm going to be making for my YouTube channel or Manny's YouTube channel. And just, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot more to it, but I, I hope that whoever's watching this is getting some kind of inspiration because I'm hyped. I get real hyped yeah. when I start talking about <laughs> no, this right. stuff. You just get jittery, start like itching. I'm like, oh, I just love talking to people about marketing. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I remember when I first started my company, dude, so many people pushed me away. Like every dealership, every business. So, oh, we don't use Instagram. We oh, don't need this. We don't me. do it. I was right there with you. I hated it. And now they're coming back, dude. Yeah. A lot of those people are reaching out to me yeah. like, Hey, you know, I've had people apologize. Like mm-hmm. I, I should have started with you before. And right. it's nothing that I'm trying to get this gratification, but right. I'm like, dude, I, I believe in social media yeah. more than anything. Yeah. And I'm sure you do too. That, that <laughs> takes me back because, um, we have a little time, right? 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I can just talk about really quick, like, um, how I got into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically in the beginning, I, I, when my mom was here, um, Cause she passed away in 2016 and before then, and I was just like school going through the motions basically. And then when I, when she passed away, she was young, she was like 40 something. And so when she passed away, I was like, wow, life is short. And I, I I have to do something with my life. You know what I mean? By that time I was like doing photos, this and that, but I wasn't like, you know, fully invested in it. Yeah. But after that I was like, I need to do something. So that's when I emailed, I think, I think I have a list still 40 to 50 businesses or, or just walked in, to, like, like, you know, like um, Audi Newport Beach. Yeah. Uh, or Porsche Newport Beach. I'll walk in like, hey, do you guys need any photos? Do you guys need this? Do you guys need that? Like, uh, uh, can I have a business card? I went every single one, every single one. And they had, all of them said no. I was like, wow, okay, well, like, I guess I just have to start smaller. You know what I mean? And so my neighbor had a bike shop. That's how, this is how it all started. And my neighbor mm-hmm. had a bike shop. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, we can do some posts for Instagram, this and that. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I started with $200 a month. $200 a month. So, like, I'm like, oh, like, this is crazy. Like, yeah, that's, that's your food and gas. <laughs> yeah, that's my food and gas. I don't need anything else. Like, yeah. I'm balling. Like, you know, $200 a month. And, um, well, let me just jump in real quick. Yeah. 
what did that feel like when they said yes for the oh, first time ever? Dude, I was I was head over heels. That, that was like the best feeling ever, you know? It was just like that first one, you're just like, oh yes, this this can be a thing. Yep. And so so that happened and everything. And then I tried again after I got some more experience and kept shooting, going to car shows, stuff like that. And then I emailed more companies, more tuning shops. And mm-hmm. then finally one got back to me. That was Nick from VF Engineering. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's, so, a really, he's a really good guy. Really good guy. Such a good guy. He, I, I wouldn't be where I am today without Nick. Really? A hundred percent. Wow. Because he was the only guy that believed in me. I, dude, it's such a trip, dude. I got my car supercharged and this guy was in there when I got my oh. car supercharged. <laughs> I didn't recognize you, dude. Yeah. I was tripping. And then that month went by of working here and you're like, hey, you know how you was in your background on your videos when you're doing the supercharge? I'm like, dude, what the yeah. hell? That's a trip. That dude. was a full circle right there. That's unbelievable. That was that was a while back. So that's how you got your start then. Yeah, just uh, I started with Nick, and then uh, I worked for a whole month for free, a whole month for free, shooting photos, videos, everything. Luckily, he lived close. Yeah. So, but I was actually just going in there, just making a whole bunch of content, and then from there, uh, yeah, I just stayed with him maybe for like a year mm-hmm. as well. But I also did side gigs with uh, uh, some protective film solution. Yeah. Not, yeah. Some people that do stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Wow. That's a really cool start. Yeah. So you're very appreciative of Nick then. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I'm very appreciative of Nick and just everyone along the way. That that's a really cool story. And are you still doing side hustles here yeah. and there? I'll, I'll do videos for like friends or like if, uh, if a shop needs a quick video of installation, yeah. I'll do it. Cool. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm I'm excited to have you start doing some stuff for the Burke University that's and be for fun. Burke Marketing. And that's gonna be fun. We're I think with the new approach that we have going into you know coming up on the new year, it's gonna be here before we know it. That I have a lot of plans um, for content and for paid ads. Mm-hmm. And with paid ads, I need really good content. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Well, uh, usually to end off the podcast, what I like to do is ask people. Um, what's a piece of advice you have for anyone who's looking to get in the same field that you're in? Because I get these messages a lot of mm-hmm. how to become a YouTuber. How do mm-hmm. I get that? How do I do this? Yeah. What's a, what's a piece of advice you would tell your younger self? Because you're in a mm-hmm. huge position now. What would you say? Just don't stop. Don't, don't, don't stop going to those car shows. Even if it's like, just don't stop taking photos. Like it just takes one photo, one video, one clip, one something for someone to see it, someone important to see it. And from there is history. So just post as many things as you can. That's a hundred percent. That's what I would say. Well, you heard it here from Nate on the Spencerberg podcast. If you guys can, please subscribe on the YouTube channel and give us a video th- a thumbs up. Uh, if you want to check out Nate on Instagram and YouTube, how can they find you? Uh, it's Nate shoots uh, for my Instagram. And then for YouTube, it's just Nate, uh, Nate Miranda. Cool. I'll yeah. put all the links below. Well, nice. Nate, thank you very much for being on the show. Dude, thank you. I've been wanting to do this for a while and, and this is everything I thought it was going to be. Awesome, man. Well, once again, if you guys can subscribe, thumbs up and I'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.